Today's episode's all about uh, an observation I made playing with a couple awesome people that I got paired up with out at Amelia Island yesterday. Uh, I keep telling myself to do that more often. I just uh, I went out there a little bit early for a conference and just got paired up, and always seems to work out great. And uh, you know, just had a great time out there and uh, picked up on some things that uh, just just made some observations about um, Andrew, one of the guys that we played with, uh, his golf swing. And uh, I think it's something that a lot of you can benefit from because it's something I see quite often. And it's sort of a common sequence for, um, you know, those who are just getting going or been playing for a few years. And um, if you're hitting it shorter and slicing the ball a little bit, leaving it short and right, this episode's for you. Enjoy it. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Bork. I want to talk about a swing progression that I see really, really often with sort of not ultra beginners, but it sort of manifests, it seems, over the course of a few years, you know, uh, somebody that's maybe picked up golf and more or less self-taught and two, three, four years down the road of average amount of play, they sort of end up in this place and I see it very, very often. So. I played uh, played a round of golf, great round of golf, uh, out on Amelia Island, which is outside of Jacksonville, uh, yesterday, and came up for a conference uh, for KPI Golf and uh, some industry leaders and things. And um, but I came up a little bit early and joined up with a random group and uh, got paired up with a, a wonderful couple. Uh, from up in New York City and they were down on a honeymoon trip and I was uh, interfering in, with their honeymoon trip but um, we had a really nice time and in fact both of them you know both are decent golfers so maybe shooting 90-ish 90 to 100 or so so just sort of uh, getting into golf liking it and both sort of the 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 shot pattern was more the, the sort of the typical glancing blow um, misses would almost always be right of the target and short. So those sort of weak fades, short, right of the target um, that I think plagues a lot of players. And, you know, this is sort of the place where a lot of beginners find themselves and some of them just sort of never fall out of that. They just accept it as that's the way life's going to be as a golfer and I just don't hit the ball very far or I, I slice the ball and it is what it is. I don't really have uh, much, to, much I can change, but I assure you there is. And, you know, this guy's name is Andrew and really awesome guy and I'm sure we'll follow up. And, and Andrew, if you're listening, I had a great time with you and uh, you and Tracy. So... But I just want to explain sort of where Andrew was with his game and some of the advice that I offered and, and why I feel like that's going to really help him in the coming weeks and months. And um, so these little weak fades happen. And let me backtrack. Andrew had a, a diagnosis of himself and he was 100% correct in that he was 
sort of cutting across the ball, sort of an outside to in swing path. And so his divots were pointed a little left of the target. And there was a couple instances where he sure could have used a draw, you know, to hit it around some trees. <clears throat> and, um, and we all recognize that that's not a comfortable shot for him because his, his swing path is sort of outside to in, cutting across, hitting that little weak fade. And so after some holes that we played together and got acclimated, I, I felt inclined to just offer my two cents. And I agreed with him that he was cutting across the ball, but the fact was that him cutting across the ball was not the cause of his issue. It was actually a, a secondary effect of something else that he was doing that... So the, the, the true cause was the club face at impact was pointing out to the right. So the ball would start out a little right of the target and then fade weakly off even further to the right. And that was not born out of his swing path, that was born out of the club face itself, even if he started it looking straight at the target. By the time he made impact, the club face would be open or facing out to the right a little bit. And what happens is most beginner golfers who are self-taught will just intuitively hold the club in a way where their grip is weaker than it should be. So meaning they're, say their left thumb is more on top of the shaft as opposed to wrapping around the shaft so that you can see a couple of knuckles on that left hand and the thumb is a little more onto the right hand side of the shaft. That would be more of a neutral or stronger faced grip. But most beginners tend to start out with the thumb on top of the shaft which is very weak and makes it very difficult to square the club face up without manipulating and things. So what beginners will do is they'll hold the club that way and they'll start out and they'll start hitting shots and they'll slice predominantly and they'll assign that to oh, I'm just a beginner beginners always slice and they won't really think much of it but over the weeks and iterations and months and such you start swinging and everything goes off to the right so intuitively human nature you start swinging the club to the left in an effort to start the shot further left of the target, maybe even aim to the left. And so this, this outside to in swing path is spawned out of the consistent visual of seeing your ball slice to the right, slice to the right. It makes sense intuitively to swing out to the left. And so the grip leads to an open club face, which then spawns the outside in swing path. So my advice to him was not to mess with swing path because that's a really hard fix. It's much easier to adjust your grip, produce a grip where so long as you're not squeezing the club and manipulating it produces more of a square club face, right? So in the short term, that club face is gonna square down, it's gonna come back to the ball more squarely, which he was super lucky and he's a quick learner. Um, he was able to produce a few really good shots that he hadn't seen in a long time where the ball sort of jumps off the club face, goes perfectly straight, just left of the target because his swing path was a little outside in. And I told him that's totally expected, right? And so I said, once we get this grip in place, so a little stronger grip, we're gonna rotate our hands off to the right around the club in order to square the club face up at impact. And he did that 
and feels a little bit awkward at first, but he hit some good shots. And I said, over time, you're intuitively going to reverse that effect that you've ingrained over the, over the past few years in such that you're not gonna feel intuitively like you have to swing to the left anymore. In fact, you may start feeling like to avoid these pull shots that you're hitting, you're actually gonna start dropping the club down on, on the swing plane and swinging out down the target line or even a little inside out. And that's the best case scenario. You're starting one that's either on, on target or a little right of target and then drawing from there. So it remains to be seen, but I see this a lot and I see a lot of misdiagnoses in you know, correcting the swing and the little tactics of you know, where the club is and what you're doing in your motion where the solution is born out of something much, much simpler and deploying that simple fix, which is in your grip and understanding that relationship of grip to club face, deploying that followed by patience of watching 500, 1,000 shots to see how the chips fall and see how things play out are gonna, is gonna be much more effective. And somebody like Andrew, he'll be able to go play golf. It's not gonna interfere with his game and his psych, psychology. He's not tinkering with little you know, swing nuances. It's really just one pre-swing thing that he's focused with. All of a sudden the club face squares up automatically. He can hold the club lighter and over time his swing's going to iron out and the path of that club's going to be more down the line because his his mind is going to get tired of seeing that pull shot he's going to start swinging more down the line automatically i suspect so hope that helps you guys i hope it helps andrew and i look forward to hearing from you as to how it's going and uh had a great time playing golf, great golf course. Any of you guys, if you're around Amelia Island, it's a great place to hang out and uh, great resorts, great golf, beautiful place to just spend some leisurely time and uh, ride bikes, do some walking on the beach and stuff. So hope that helps everybody.